0: welcome to the basketball update i'm adam Nazarali. this is the update for monday october 19th 2020. so we were supposed to be taking a break last week if you listen to the episode but it looks like we've got some more news so going right into it our first big piece of news is the nba and the nbpa which is the players association extend the negotiating window on the collective bargaining agreement until october 30th this is basically so the league or the union has 45 days notice if they decide to terminate the current collective bargaining agreement and the nba and the nbpa are working on resetting the 2020 2021 salary cap based on audits and financial productions for the year which is something they do every year but obviously because of COVID and the pandemic going on this is big news for this upcoming season. It has huge ramifications on free agency. It has huge ramifications on the draft upcoming. So we'll see what happens. Adam Silver mentioned in a news article that game night receipts from just fans going to games account for 40 of the league's revenue and presumably in this upcoming season we're not going to have any fans at games or we might have limited capacity we don't really know how this upcoming season will look at all we're probably not going to get 82 games we might have like a weird playoff bubble situation like we have this year so there's a lot of things that we don't know is going to happen and there's a lot of there's just a lot of question marks essentially so this is very low-key news at the moment but it could move it it could transition to something a lot bigger and just for the fans who aren't aware the current collective bargaining agreement lasts until the 2023-2024 season and there's a mutual opt-out option for 2022-2023 so for the next two years essentially and like i said earlier Players, front offices, coaches, owners, everyone in this wants the decisions to be made quickly just because of free agency and the upcoming NBA draft. And transitioning into that, our biggest news of the week, Daryl Morey has stepped down as the GM of the Houston Rockets. He will stay on temporarily to help in search of a new head coach for the team, as we know earlier earlier in the playoffs. Mike D'Antoni, stepped down as head coach of the Houston Rockets. He said in a piece, or Adrian some someone mentioned that the reason he's doing this is he wants to take some time away from the sport to spend with his family. Both of his kids are college-aged, and they're taking time off from university. And I can't really say I blame him. I mean... Anyone who's been following the NBA knows how passionate Daryl Morey is about the league, uh, about uh, just about everything. I mean, he puts us all into this game. And, you know, I can't really blame the guy for wanting to take a step back. I mean, he's really probably the best GM, you know, or one of the best GMs in sports history to not win, you know, a championship. I mean, he, he's completely revolutionized the game of basketball from, Having smaller players and playing the game small ball basketball, as the term is kind of coined, as well as, you know, his transition from transforming the Houston Rockets into this three-point shooting team where basically like 60% or more of, of their attempted baskets are either in the paint, in the restricted area, or are around the three-point arc. And I saw this graph earlier today on Twitter, which shows 2005-2006, that showed all 30 teams in the league where most of their shots were on the court. And then you look at nineteen twenty last year, and all of the shots for every team transitioned from kind of erratic in 2005-2006 to all around the three-point arc, all around the restricted area and that's because of Daryl Morey I mean he's just this advanced analytics genius I mean he's revolutionized the way we see basketball the way we use analytics I mean I'm not giving him enough justice really his influence on this game so I have zero doubt in my mind we'll see Daryl Morey again in this league I mean it'd be crazy not to see him he's so influential I mean he has the his the term for Daryl Moore is Moriball off the movie Moneyball because he's just such he's just using all these analytics and data, true suiting percentage, I mean everything he's done is influential. You know, I think it is sad to hear. I know his relationship with the owner Tillman Fertitta has deteriorated especially after the China ordeal which seems like a decade ago, but that was only a year ago almost to the week where he tweeted in support of Hong Kong protesters and Tillman Fertitta was really not happy about that the NBA's relationship with China really deteriorated I believe they took programming the NBA programming away from China for like the entire year and they just reinstated it like a few weeks ago so yeah he's been really outspoken made some really good trades I mean over the last few years some of the trades he's made have been fairly questionable but it's hard to deny, you know, his influence on the sport and the game. And in other news relating to front office changes, we know earlier that the Los Angeles Clippers and Doc Rivers uh, parted ways, so the Clippers had to sign a new head coach. And they signed Ty Lue, who was one of their assistant coaches. An interesting signing for me. I've never really seen Ty Lue as this kind of genius coach like a brad stevens and nick nurse and eric spolstra who can just make really quick on the fly adjustments i think Lu well first of all if, if, if you're not aware who, oh, who Lu is he was the head coach of the cleveland cavaliers during lebron james second stint so between the years of 2016 to 2018 i want to say i don't know the exact years but Around the time LeBron James was was there for the second time around, he was the head coach. He got let go last year, and he's been an assistant on the Clippers. I want to see what he can do with this team. He's never really impressed me, at least. But the one thing you can't deny about Ty Lue is his ability to just completely make the locker room cohesive. I mean, there were some big personalities on that Cleveland Cavaliers team. He had LeBron James, J.R. Smith, Kyrie Irving. Tristan Thompson, just a lot of guys with a lot of personality and stuff that was going on outside of basketball. And he just made it, the mesh so well. So I want to see what he can do with this Clippers team. And I want to see if he can actually change the narrative a bit where he, he he seems like a bit of a smarter coach and it's not just him controlling the locker room. He's also making smart adjustments in game. And that's all the news for this week. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. We're planning to take a few weeks off until the draft in November. Hopefully this time that uh, <laughs> we do. There's not enough news. But if there is, you'll see us again. Otherwise, look forward to our next episode on Monday, November 16th, when we will cover our draft predictions. Thanks for listening.